everyone, and welcome to the CU Insight Network podcast. My name is Lauren Culp. I am the host of your podcast today, the publisher and the CEO at cuinsight.com. It's my job on our show to have conversations with the thought leaders who support the credit union community. We identify some of the issues that are affecting credit unions, and we have a discussion on some best practices so that we can all learn from one another and improve the industry as a whole. My guest on today's show is Jamie Cosgrove, the VP of Financial Services at Podium. Really excited to have him here. Podium is such a cool organization. Really excited to jump into the conversation. So Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited. So I'd like to start with a little bit of background on you. Most of us didn't really grow up thinking that we'd get to work with credit unions someday. In fact, many people don't even know what credit unions are. So I'm curious, what did you want to be growing up? And what was the inspiration to take the gig as VP of Financial Services at Podium? It's funny. I actually had this conversation uh, when I was helping build the financial services vertical at Salesforce thinking, I'm like, aside from a checking account and maybe some insurance policies, I really never thought about myself being in this for a career. I think uh, I, I had a passion for politics. My first job was uh, actually in politics. And then I realized that most of the people I was trying to get elected ultimately uh, changed hats very quickly when they became political officers. So I got involved in, in technology and in ultimately software. So I think that there's an unbelievable opportunity in this space to help credit unions kind of move into the next sort of phase of, you know, the world that we live in today. So I'm, I'm really excited about the opportunity, although I did, definitely didn't see it being part of the plan. Right. Well, I think that's how a lot of people who work in and around credit unions feel too, is, uh, you know, none of us necessarily plan to get here. But now that we're here, it's a pretty nice industry to work with. Great. So let's pretend that you and I meet at a conference in person. Hopefully we can do that again someday soon. Give <laughs> us your elevator pitch on what Podium is and where you really add that value to credit unions. I think the, at the most basic level, it's Podium has an unbelievable opportunity to just simply help credit unions make money by driving more people to their digital doorstep, right? Certainly, the world has changed a lot in the last 18 months. And the way that I see the, the world changing is that less and less people are physically walking into locations, to credit unions, to the banks on the corner, to th- those types of institutions. And our financial interactions now are much more digital. So what Podium really can do is really drive that traffic, allow you to be found on search and then come to your digital doorstep, whether that's to apply for a credit card, an interest-bearing account or a loan, consumer or commercial, we, we help institutions do that. That's so cool. And to your point, there is nothing more important for credit unions right now than to be really investing in their digital experience to make sure that members are having that sort of seamless journey, no matter whether they're coming into the branch or digitally working with with the organization. But I have to tell you, I bought a new sofa about a month ago and the salesperson was like, we have this cool thing called Podium and and we'll text you to make sure you get your delivery set up and everything was super seamless. And I was thinking to myself, I know Podium. And so it was great to experience it as a consumer. But of course, you serve the credit union vertical. So I'm curious, are there things that are really unique about what you offer to the credit union industry specifically? And I hear that story all the time. I joined Podium about a year ago, uh, really to build out the financial services strategy here. And I started getting text messages from friends saying, hey, I just bought new tires. Hey, I just <laughs> bought a new car. And, I, and I, had, I got a message from Podium. It was a really cool experience. I think it's awesome to see how much Podium is impacting businesses and day-to-day life. I think for credit unions specifically, it's a little bit more basic than that today is where kind of we start that journey is I think the the world has fundamentally changed. We all prefer to operate on text messaging, right? Let's be honest. If we could 
in our personal lives, people prefer to text versus actually talking to somebody on the phone. So I think for a credit union specifically, that's where we see the journey ultimately going and helping institutions get to this sort of more personal communication on the channels that people prefer. It's actually not where we start. We actually start, as I said earlier, just helping credit unions be found on a search, right? Over 80% of, of buying decisions still today start on some sort of search. 90% of those start on Google. And so when you go to that to search, you're doing two things. You're effectively looking for your friends to tell you where the best places are to go, but you're also looking at the top three. The top three institutions found on search are ultimately who are going to get 90% of the clicks. So it's really that sort of, you know, if you're living in Google and Google search, it's those top three that are going to get all the clicks, right? That are going to get the phone calls. And so where we actually want to start the journey with credit unions is help them first get found, have people come to your website to sort of start that, that member engagement. But ultimately, once you are a member, then we see this whole proliferation of that sort of member experiencing being purely text, driving a lot of the conversation on text. And frankly, as you think about this next two generations, Generation Z, Generation Y, they want those interactions to be digital first. They want you to effectively be the contact in their phone. So they want you to just, uh, hey, natively, like reach out to me if you have a question, if you have a fraud alert, anything, they want that to be via text. That's so true. And, you know, as we even look at what other organizations are doing, other companies, Fortune 500 companies, I had the opportunity to change a flight recently through Delta and I got to text them to do it instead of having to wait on hold for three hours. And so we see this shift across so many different industries. And I think credit unions really have an opportunity right now to be sort of at the leading edge of of our industry of the financial services world. And and as we're even thinking about how we can compete with some of the bigger banks out there or community banks out there, I think this is something that we can't afford to sleep on. So yeah. Well, as we were preparing for the show, uh, we were talking internally about some situations that are really important to credit unions. And I'd like to start with the, the importance of continuing to acquire new members on the account side, and then especially new loan relationships. What opportunities do you see for credit unions in this area? And and what recommendations do you have for credit unions who are really considering what they should be investing in to support their growth? We, we talk about this a lot every day, specifically with credit unions, because I think one of the big advantages credit unions have always had over their bigger competitors, the big banks, is the ability to just be more nimble and be able to institute new technology much quicker than, than a big banking organization, which has to institutionalize it. And frankly, uh, a lot of change management involved because they're just a much bigger organization. So, uh, you know, a lot of it really is the, the magic for any bank or credit union is how do you take your member or your customer from one product to two products? That's that really that sort of being able to capture that second product that really makes them, the customer, the member, much stickier for the organization. And so uh, we really do see it sort of how do you interact with that person on the channels they want to interact with so that when they are looking at maybe they have a checking account with you, but now they need a mortgage, that, that being able to reach out to them and create that sort of differentiated member experience that is really going to change the game. And so the way we think about it at Podium is, again, we think that all of this really does today start on search. So many people still go to search and Google banks near me, credit unions near me. And it's that actual conversion of what happens when they come to the website. You know, did they get two questions into a 30 question application and then leave? Well, wouldn't it be nice if you were able to reach back out to them on text 
and say, hey, you know, I noticed that you you came and you started the process. We'd like to help you kind of finish it. And it's that thing that credit unions have always done so well, which is service, but now doing that and extending it on digital. And when they have that experience, when they have that, wow, they just made it really easy for me to apply for a loan, or they just made it really easy for me to open up a checking account, you do become front of mind for them the next time that they have one of these life events where they need to purchase a car, need to you know apply for a mortgage, need to refinance. We do find that when people are texting, there's a significant increase in, in wanting to go back to that experience. It's sort of that Amazon effect, right? That Uber effect of, wow, that was just really easy. Why wouldn't I go do that again? Well, and to your point, it's so interesting as we're thinking about what consumer expectations are for a good experience, because credit unions have always prided ourselves on member service as one of the hallmarks of yeah. who we are. And and now we're seeing so many consumers are equating a good digital experience with the good experience overall. And so, yeah. you know, if digital is the only way you're connecting with the financial institution, it's so critical. We're really excited too. Speaking of growing, uh, we've got the upcoming CU Insight mini conference on growing and we've got you leading a breakout session podium as a sponsor. And so for anybody out there who's interested, September 29th, we've got the breakout session on five tips to grow your credit union membership. So we're really excited for that. If anybody out there wants to hear more from Jamie, a lot of good insights there too. So I know, Jamie, that you're passionate about the transfer of wealth opportunities that financial institutions have to offer too. And so for someone who's not really familiar with that concept, how would you define the transfer of wealth opportunities right now? And how do you see credit unions really fitting into that space and bringing value to their members? I I love this question because I'm really passionate about it. I've got three daughters of my own. I think about how they're going to react when they have the opportunity to have their sort of first sort of financial interaction. It has fundamentally changed where... You know, my parents, they did financial planning with a financial advisor, right? So my dad was golfing with his financial advisor. It was very physical, right? Even the bank, it's, it's my grandparents banked at a certain bank because that's where my great-grandparents went. And what we're seeing is just an evaporation of brand in general. As this, you know, trillions of dollars get ready to shift from one generation to the next generation, from baby boomers to the next generation that are digital first, there is a complete shift that has to happen in sort of how you think about that consumer very differently. Like it's much less physical and it is much more about the experience. So I I do truly believe that. um, And I think this was even the case, even before COVID was most credit unions saw the need to invest in digital experiences and in digitizing process. I think what COVID did is just put all that on hyperdrive. So that now I think the opportunity for credit unions is you can't make every process totally digital. But what I think you can do is inject your people that have always been differentiators on service into a digital process. So, you know, how do I communicate with somebody as I'm, I think a lot of us have gone through an application for mortgage. It's somewhat of a black hole in a lot of institutions. You kind of go in, they tell you what data they need. Five days go by, you don't hear much. Uh, They reach back out to you. They need some more documents, your blood type, your fingerprint, whatever you need. But I think the opportunity for credit unions is as that transfers to this generation that does have this experience with a smartphone and and just make it really easy, right? They're going to go to to Mint and Robinhood to do investment, not to a physical wealth advisor. I think the more that you can set up a process that does communicate to them on the channels, right? Not even to go physically into a mobile app. I don't want to go into a mobile app to see that 
my loan has gone from this stage to the next stage. I just simply want to text. And I want to, I want a text message that's going to come to me and tell me good news. Like we've received all of your W2 information, all your, all your asset information. Now we're going to move to the next stage of underwriting. And for frankly, for that to be a bi-directional communication and not just a notification like we get from like a bed, bath and beyond when they tell us that this is your 20% coupon. I, I think that's where we see this massive opportunity. And frankly, it's kind of table stakes now. It's table stakes for institutions to be able to have very rich one-to-one interactions that are very personalized and very specific to your individual transaction, not to just a broadcast message that gets sent out to all the membership. So when I think about this new world and the transfer of wealth, those things for this next generation are table stakes because they just simply, they won't be patient with waiting on on hold for three hours or you know waiting in a queue, giving all your information. And then when a human being gets on the phone, asking for all that same information again, it's just just a different level of expectation. Well, and you mentioned COVID really putting things in sort of hyperdrive for us as we, we've always been on a track, hopefully, to getting to a better digital experience, but it's really sped up the process. From a strategy perspective, what would you advise to a credit union CEO in the post-COVID world? Or, you know, I guess COVID is coming back a little bit now. So yeah. in a current in-COVID world to hopefully soon post-COVID world, where would you advise credit unions to really focus all of their energy if there was that one thing? Yeah. Yeah, I I think the one thing is just simply that there is an unbelievable opportunity for credit unions right now because brand is evaporating. So you you have these big banks that spend a lot of money on advertising to to sort of gain brand recognition. And and frankly, that served really well for generations because they could afford better mobile applications. They could afford the brand recognition of, well, I'm going to go to this bank because that's where my grandfather banked or my father banked. A lot of that is now evaporated where everybody kind of lives everywhere now. <laughs> um, everybody's opening new accounts and applying for mortgages and, and refinancing. And I think with that is an immense opportunity for credit unions to create these really personalized experiences to be found on search. And then once you're found on search, how do you just make this exceptional experience to really close the loop on that transaction as quick as possible? And if you make it, very digital and very personalized for somebody to just stop and say, wow, that was really easy. And that was with a brand that previous to this transaction, I didn't really know much about. You're very likely to get a second bite of the apple just based on experience. And I see that is where where if I was a credit union that had less brand recognition, had less budget for marketing dollars and things like that to compete with the big banks, I think there's a huge opportunity right now. Because I think particularly with the Gen Z, Gen Y, there isn't that affinity to brand like there once was. It is all about experience. And so I think you start with how do I create one-to-one journeys that are extremely personal and just make it really easy to transact. Absolutely. Well, and I think as we see these younger generations kind of getting older, they're also forming these financial habits that they're going to carry with them. So it's so critical to get in now, especially... So another question I'm really excited to ask you, Podium is such an innovative company and we like to say, break out the crystal ball for us. So we've seen a lot of disruptions in financial services over the past few years. I would say a lot of disruptions just globally in terms of digital experience, consumer expectations and behavior. There's no doubt there's a lot more disruption to come. So what trends are you seeing maybe specific to financial services or overall? And where's Podium's focus when it really comes to innovating to meet these challenges that are coming up? 
I'll take it more from a generic perspective first and then and then maybe selfishly for podium. But a lot of the trends that we see, and, and there's probably no surprise to anybody listening, financial institutions know they're, they're sitting on a mountain of consumer data. And it's how do I operationalize that data? How do I take that data to build products that just make it easier to transact, right? I know you think about banks and credit unions are sitting on a ton of data that allows them to understand risk, a risk factor for somebody's creditworthiness as an example. I think, how do I best unleash that data and operationalize it? That is a huge advantage. So you think about even insurance companies being able to create products around safe drivers, as an example. Those same opportunities exist in banking and in financial wealth. I would also say that one of the things that COVID, another thing that COVID kicked off was just financial well-being. I think there's a recognition in general for most institutions now, hey, I've got to work really hard to think about the financial well-being of the people that operate in my community. So it's seen just a lot of people create products and technologies that allow for that to happen much more seamlessly. How do I allow people that um, maybe didn't have those opportunities to have bank accounts or checking accounts or whatever, credit cards? How do I help bring those people along uh, and give them the opportunities that they didn't once have? I think from a podium perspective, how we think about sort of the future and what's coming. We just take a lot of feedback from our customers. So, you know, you talked about buying a piece of furniture and sort of that experience of getting a text and sometimes even you go in and you look at a piece of furniture and you may leave. Well, now our customers are sending a text out to the consumer to say, Hey, you know, we, we now have a sale on that sofa. By the way, if you'd like to, if you'd like to pay for it, here's a link to make the payment and we'll just deliver it to you. It's, it's sort of an effortless experience that didn't exist two years ago. And it only exists today on podium because our consumers told us they needed to go there. That's where they wanted to go. So I, I think more of the Amazon effect of how do I, make it really easy to bundle things together? How do I make it easier to, okay, well, the journey started on this text string. Why can't everything go on that text string, right? So applying for a checking account, as an example, an interest-bearing account, you know, those documents that we all traditionally used to get when we would open an account, why do they have to be emailed to me? Why do they have to be paper? Why can't they just be a link in a text message? We talked about the underwriting journey, but but also the payment. Why isn't that first payment for the down payment for a car, right? For an auto loan. Um, why can't that be on a text to pay basis? You know, and then maybe set up subsequent payments that same way. There's a lot of innovation that's just frankly being driven by our customers telling us that they want, you know, and we keep hearing this phrase and we probably overuse it a little bit at Podium, but consumers today really want you to, to a business to be a contact in their phone. Mm. That's how they think about it. They don't want to open up a mobile app. They, they just want to be able to say, you know, I'm I'm dealing with, you know, XYZ credit union, I have them in my phone, I'm going to click on this link, and I'm going to begin whatever, I have a question, I want a product, I want some interaction. Why can't that be the same in my professional life, the way it is in my personal life with my friends? And, you know, why can't they just be a contact on our phone? So I think we're just seeing a, an immense amount of innovation being driven by our own customers telling us, why can't this also be part of the experience? That's incredible. And I think as credit unions get further down this sort of digital experience journey that they're going on themselves, I, I can only imagine the the things that they will realize, hey, this is a, an innovation that we might need as we work with Podium. So as we wrap up the show, I'd like to have some fun with some rapid fire questions, let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. And uh, just like on the C1Site Experience podcast or other podcasts, 
These questions are rapid, but your answers don't have to be. So we'll dive right in here. What is a recent purchase you didn't know you needed that has become something you cannot live without? I love this question. So I don't even know what they're called, but those little exercise massagers uh, are unbelievable. Like, I don't even know. I can't even think of the brand, but I bought one of those. And now I'm getting a little bit older. And as workouts (laughs) are a little bit more painful, those things are amazing. So check them out. Yeah. Is that the Theragun type of? Yeah. They're like those little, yeah. Yeah, Professional athletes were using them first, but they're amazing. That's incredible. I have a Peloton in the background here. You can kind of see the corner of. So uh, those are another amazing. Have to look into one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely have some sore muscles over here. So when you hear the word success, who is the first person that comes to mind and why? I had the pleasure of working at Amazon for a year, and I, for whatever reason, I, I think of Jeff Bezos when I think of success. One of the things that you know we probably all see as consumers dealing with Amazon. But also being an employee there, as you see at day one, and in fact, they have a program called day one, it's just this constant desire to disrupt themselves and just to innovate. And I just love it. One of the stories that they tell you very early on is just the buy now button. That was somebody from a call center, just a, a, a phone operator in a call center that came up with that solution. So wow. um, I just love the way Amazon's constantly thinking about making it really, really easy. Probably not so great for some of our, our retail folks, but I think they just, uh, Jeff Bezos is just brilliant on how he thinks about disrupting his own organization. So definitely, it seems like they've cracked the code there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Random question What are you listening to on Spotify right now? So I'm actually tonight going to a Maroon 5 concert with my wife and my daughters. Okay. So, uh, pretty excited about that. So making sure I know the songs, I'm listening to some, to some Maroon 5 at the moment. Five. Nice. All right, everyone, check it out. Maroon 5, they're on Spotify, I'm sure. (laughs) Maybe you'll be lucky enough to have them come to a concert in your area too. All right, Jamie, any books that you have gifted or you think everyone should read? So I'm actually, I don't know how how many people know about Simon Sinek, uh, great uh, business philosopher. He has a book called uh, Leaders Eat Last, which is just, it was actually written in 2014. I read it back then, but I'm rereading it now. Just so many common themes to what's going on in the world today is just as far as the way people think about their careers and think about very different psyches of employees today that that is ever changing and and probably even more so after the last 18 months. So it's a check it out. It's a cool book called Leaders Eat Last. Leaders Eat Last. All right. We'll link to that in the show notes for everyone here. Let's say the calendar is empty. What would you do to unwind outside of work? The easy answer is golf. But again, I'm one of my daughters took up golf uh, last year. So it's kind of been cool to, I love golf, but when you start seeing your children enjoy it, it's it's a lot of fun. So uh, definitely golf and then just anything outdoors. Absolutely. It is so great to be able to disconnect and go, go outside. Yes. So we'll link to everything we talked about today in the show notes. And my last question for you is, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners or any last asks of our listeners today? No, I appreciate the time. I, I love the question at the outset of, you know, how did you see your career? trending because I certainly didn't think I'd spend the last decade speaking to banks and credit unions and financial institutions, but it is a lot of fun. And I just think that there's such an immense opportunity right now for credit unions in this post-COVID world with all the wealth that's changing hands to put the technology in place to really change the game and compete against much bigger organizations. And I, I think it's a really, and, and maybe it shouldn't be as cool as I think it is, but uh, it's, I think it's a really cool opportunity to kind of transform uh, the way this next generation is going to operate. So I love that opportunity. 
Well, what a perfect way to end. There have been so many pieces of wisdom we've gained today through the show. Thanks so much, Jamie, for joining us. Stay well. And thanks again to all of our listeners today for tuning into the CU Insight Network. We will link to everything that Jamie mentioned in the episode in the show notes here. And if you want to get in touch with him or with the team over at Podium, we'll get some contact information in there for you as well. Stay well, everyone, and have a great day. Thank you.